Hello, Joy Starters. Hope you're having the greatest day. I have a lot of different thoughts to share with you today. A lot of different things that have happened to me over the weekend and as of late. And I just want to share all of them with you. So if it seems like today I'm a little more chaotic than usual, then just stay with me. Get your notebooks out. Stay with me. I'm going to move very fast. And you may even say, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Okay, she's over here, but it's all going to tie together. And I promise you that. I promise you that on every single one of my podcasts. First, I want to say thank you to everybody on the newsletter. If you're not on the newsletter, go to rachelbarbeau.com. I'm changing the narrative.org, the letter I, the letter M, changing the narrative.org, and get signed up for the newsletter. Um, We had a mental health battle plan, a mental health battle plan that was inside that newsletter. And we'll put the link to the newsletter in the show notes that so many of you um, downloaded last week. And it literally can save and change a life. It's going ahead and having a battle plan for when you're struggling, for when life isn't good. Just a football team has a, a, a game plan. You have a plan for your life. You have an investment plan. You have a plan. This is your battle plan, and it could literally help save and change a life. We'd love to give that to you. We're going to share it again in this week's uh, newsletter and our pod come out on Thursdays. And so we want to give that to you. It's just a gift. It's just a resource. We do that, and I'm changing the narrative, obviously, with Suicide Awareness Month as well, and just want to give that to you. So want to make you aware of that. Also, I want to share my absolute joy over watching Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffs. All right, look, I have, for those that don't know that are new followers to me, I spent 17 years covering college football in the media. I now am a national speaker and have been inside 60-plus programs all over the country, football programs, sports programs at all different levels, D3, NAIA, Division One, Top 5, big conferences, small conferences, you name it. And I think I have so many thoughts, like I have so many thoughts on Dion, but I'll, I'll break it down to this. He's a disruptor. He's a disruptor. He is somebody who is so authentically himself, so 1,000% on <laughs> times 100, right? That eats, as my bonus daughter says. I just had a gaggle, a beautiful gaggle of girls at my house this weekend and got to be the photographer for their homecoming pictures. And so they would say, that eats, he eats, right? That team is eating. If you, if you are looking at the ratings, <laughs> ooh, wow, yeah. They, people are staying up. My husband stayed up in, into the wee hours of the night to watch Colorado football. I've seen all sorts of memes of people just looking like an absolute zombie standing in front of the TV at 1.50 a.m. watching the Colorado bus. And look, huge props to Coach Norvell and their opponents and all those players for going right to the wire with them. But I just want to talk about being a disruptor. I think you could be a joyful disruptor. I think he is a joyful disruptor. I was telling my husband the other day, I think what he is forcing every college coach in the country to do is to look in the mirror, look in the mirror and say, okay, and, and I'm going to speak on this. I, I don't want to announce it just yet. I want to wait till they tell me that I can announce it. I'm speaking at a huge opportunity in college football next year, early year. If you're in coaching, you probably know what that is. 
but I'm going to be talking about the joy in coaching, getting back to the joy of coaching, right? Even before I, I was watching Dion at Colorado, that's what I do. I travel the country talking about purpose, passion, platform, joy, purpose, outside of your job or athletics, interpersonal relationships, mental health, but joy. I just wrote a book on joy. And he is so clearly joyful. He is so clearly joyful. It, it smacks you right in the face. He knows who he is. I heard him say, I think it was on 60 Minutes, that he's not afraid to make mistakes. He's not afraid to be himself. And I was just telling my girlfriend, Heather, this morning, we're doing a thing, 90 days, faith, fitness, and audaciousness. If you want to join us, we might have to make this thing official. Just 90 days of faith, fitness, and audaciousness, being thoughtful of those three things, faith, fitness, and audaciousness. And because I teach on this thing called uh, audacious hour, that you should do it once a week, have an hour, in, and maybe it's 15 minutes at a time where you make audacious emails, audacious ask, audacious moves towards your goals and your dreams. But he talked about this on, on one of these programs I've seen him on, because Lord knows they've had Big Noon on Fox, they've had Game Day, they had 60 Minutes there all in one weekend, all the celebrities, all the things. He is a thousand percent himself and he's not afraid to make mistakes and he's not afraid to be himself. And I think people just love that. He's audaciously joyful. That's what he is, man. He's having fun. He is who he is. He's a disruptor. He's disrupting the college football game. He's doing it his way. Now, there are tons of college football coaches that are doing it their way and are joyful and, and love their job. I know that, but I got to tell you, if you are wanting to be the best or good at anything you do, you need to be studying not your, they're not your competitors. I don't like to look at people as competitors. I've never, I've always said that. I've always gone against, but, but just study what people are doing in your world that you admire, that you look up to, that you want to be like. And so if Colorado has got all of these eyeballs for a myriad of reasons, one, the number of games they won last year and the quick turnaround to the success, to the fun, the joy that he has there and the players clearly have and the bond that they have and the time that they're having and what he's instilling in them, you gotta look at yourself. And this is, in, this is for you. I ask you every single time in this podcast to, to take what I'm teaching on that week and apply it to your own life. And that's what I'm asking you to do. Are you a disruptor? a joyful disruptor? Are you audaciously joyful? When I get to talk at this event next year, we're going to talk about the joy, right? Like the joy in what you do and why you started doing it. And the more joyful you are in your soul personally, the more it's going to come out in the work that you do. The more work you do to heal, the, the, the more it's going to come out in every single part of your life. Because I made a post recently. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. And it said that I've noticed as of late that I'm, and, and I'm not perfect at it because none of us are perfect. And it doesn't happen all the time. But more times than not, I am laughing in places that used to trigger me. Wow. Go laugh in the places that used to trigger you. And, and I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm not doing it consciously. It's happening subconsciously. And wow, wow, like it's, yeah, man, it's radical. And it's happening in a number of, a number of reasons, inner child work, therapy, Jesus, whatever your faith system is, minus God and Christianity, but I want to be inclusive to everybody. But it's a number of things. It's that desire to heal. It's, again, inner child work, therapy, my faith system. 
and just this overwhelming desire inside of me to be the best me that I can and to heal because I saw something else today that said, heal because your children deserve the best version of you. So good, right? So good. I hope that college football coaches that are looking at him start to look at themselves, start to say, okay, what is in me or what can I change or what do they have in that program that is so fun, that is so desirable for people to go play there? Yes, it's in a beautiful spot. Absolutely. Is Dion absolutely successful? Yes, he is and, and has had so much sports success and, and financial success and all of those things. But there's also a joy there. There's also something different in the air. And he is a disruptor. And that's it, y'all. And he is, he is forcing people around him to, to look at themselves in a new and fresh way. Um, the smart ones will, I will say. The smart ones will are saying because it's recruiting, right? We know in the college football world, it's so much recruiting. If you can't be him, then how can you be the best version of yourself? You can't be him. There's only one Dion. So how can you be the best version of you, coach? So that you can attract the right recruits and people want to come play for you because I've been saying this to coaches for a really long time, not really a long time, but for the past few years with NIL and the transfer portal. And it's that you got to be who you say you are. You got to be really even more so who you say you are because players and rightly so have a, more of a voice than they ever had. They have choices with the transfer portal and NIL, they have opportunities that they didn't have before. And so, if you claim to be one thing and you're not, if you claim to care about one thing and you don't, and your actions clearly undermine that or are not in line with what you say, they're going to leave you. They're going to go play somewhere else. And so disruptors, I'm grateful for disruptors. Disruptors force me to stand up and be the best version of me that I can be and to look at myself and look in the mirror and say, how can I be a better Rachel? Disruptor to me is not a negative thing. You can be, I think, Dion is a joyful disruptor. That's what he is. He's audaciously joyful. Do I keep repeating that because it's so good? So are you a disruptor in your field, in your life? Do you disrupt negative energy? Do you bring positive energy? Are you audaciously joyful, relentlessly joyful? Those are things that I think you can take away from this crazy, beautiful ride that Colorado is on this year where people, they're just breaking ratings. I think my husband told me they had a better rating in one of their games in the Texas-Alabama game. That's insane, y'all. That's insane. It's insane. Hey, Joy Starters. Here's a thought. If you purchased the book and you loved it, I need a favor. I need you to tell a friend about it. I need you to buy a friend a copy. I need you to share about it in your group, in your church. Tell your pastor, somebody at work, whatever it may be. I recently have been speaking at events where the event organizer bought everybody a book. So they went home with a copy. And what I wanted to tell them and what I want to tell you is if you get a free copy or however you came across a copy, if you bought a copy, if you loved it, more than a few people have been doing this where they just buy several copies to give away. I take copies in my bag at the airport to give to people and to bless people. And so um, that's my ask of you. And if you can't afford to buy somebody a copy right now, I totally understand. Just tell somebody about it. Tell five peoples about it. Tell 10 amazing souls about the book. I so appreciate you. And what I'm learning now through this recent news that we're on a bestseller list is that people are telling people about it. And to see a book do well later on after publishing, that's what's happening. People are telling other people about it. So if you like this book, if there was a chapter you liked, if you loved it, if you remotely liked it, 
tell somebody about the book. And also, if you can, buy them a copy. Love you guys. Thanks, Story Starters. The other thing that I thought was so interesting about Dion is something else I teach coaches. And y'all are getting all the all the inside track on what I, I teach coaches. And that is not every player needs to be coached the same way. And this, again, can be applied to your life. And that is, have you ever done the five love languages? Have you ever done the five love, love languages for your children, for your spouse, for yourself? You can use the five love languages at work. I tell coaches, progressive coaches, I tell them, look, some players, you yell in their face, you scream at them, they're going to, it, it just crushes them. I've had bosses before that have screamed at me, and I'm one of those people that gets crushed by you screaming at me. It doesn't make me want to be better. It crushes my spirit. There are other ways for people like us, people like me, that if you said to me, you're better than that, Rachel, I believe in you, girl. I see something. You're better than that decision. You're better than what you did right there. You're better than that work and that paper. Can you do better? Man, I will run through a wall for you. Woo! But you yell at me, you scream at me, that doesn't do it for me. That doesn't do it for me. And so I saw a social media post where a player had made a mistake. And a lot of times a coach will go out and yell at a player for making a mistake. But he ends up hugging him. And afterwards, a player goes out and, and I, I can't remember whether it was an interception or a touchdown or reception, but big reception. He ended up and he did well, right? He was successful. And I think also having his sons around the program, on the team, and being a true father figure. So many coaches want to be that father figure to so many. And I've talked to coaches before and I said, okay, what happens do you keep in touch with any of your players afterwards? And they said, sadly, no, we, I don't. My position coaches do, but I don't. And I said, how can we change that? That's a whole nother ball of wax, a whole nother ball of wax for another day. Some of the things I teach on and I'm changing the narrative, but I just wanted to give you, man, these like little nuggets that I've been picking up from Dion. And so your takeaways for the first part of this podcast are go get the five love languages. You can go online. It's a quick test. You need to know how you love and oftentimes how you're, you love, I'm words of affirmation and gifts, is the way you will try to love your partner or love your children. And maybe that is not their love language at all. And so they're not receiving your love and their love tank is empty. I did this with my bonus daughter and my children and my bonus children, and I found out how they want to be loved, and I try to love them in that way. I'm trying to learn them. I only came into their life six years ago, so I want to be the best bonus mom that I can. We also know we want to be a joyful disruptor. We want to be audaciously joyful. We want to be the kind of person that raises, elevates the energy in a room and forces other people in a good way to look in the mirror and say, how can I be better? People aren't your competition. I, I really just don't love that. Look at people as inspiration, not competition. So those are some of the crazy things that have been on my heart and mind this week. And I also have to share this with you. I had a call this morning and I have been fired up praying on it um, since this call. I had somebody reach out to me about doing an event. And, and so she didn't give me the context. She asked me if I wanted to be one of 15, 12, 15 presenters. And we start, we get on the call and I'm nicely asking her, is this an in-kind speaking engagement, meaning I make my living speaking? 
And is this something that they're expecting for me to do in kind? And what is that in kind? What is the thing that you're offering me? And she's okay, well, you can offer an offer to the 3,000 people that are going to be on this call on this. And I said, that's great. And then she goes on to ask me some questions about my network and my business and whatnot. And one of the metrics in my network and my business wasn't up to snuff for her. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, sorry, you have to have this many people. And y'all, if you have ever, if you followed me for any amount of time, I don't care about numbers. I don't care about numbers. I do not have a niche. I was talking with somebody about that today. People in a world, they'll tell you to niche down, find your people. Guess what? My people are pink, purple, black, white, 16, 66, 96, all ages, socioeconomic backgrounds, all different walks of life, right? And I'm about people. I'm about one. I am about not deriving your worth from numbers. And in a world that will tell you it is about how many likes did you get on that? How many comments did you get on that? Blah, 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 blah. You need to grow. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I'm telling you, it'll suck the joy right out of you. It'll suck the life right out of you. And so I kept the joy in my voice. I smiled just like you could hear me smiling through this podcast right now. But um, I respectfully told her, I said, that is disappointing. And I said, to be judged by that metric. And I said, because... I'm a former national sportscaster, first female host on Sirius XM. I am, I vote for the Heisman still. I am a national speaker sought after by Border Patrol and law enforcement and Big Ten and Big 12. I'm going to be working in the NFL next year. And all of these things in 60 plus colleges and prisons and halfway houses and high schools and K through five. That is unfortunate to be judged by that metric. And she said, oh, no, we're not judging you. It's just the thing that the standard and I'm so sorry and she was as nice as she could be but I left the call thinking this and I say this with all humility because I know who I am I know who I am in the grand scheme of things but also know who I am and I know my worth and I will not allow metrics to define my worth I have never been about numbers if I affect one when I go to a school when I go to a speaking engagement when I speak later on today to a bank with hundreds of women on a call. It is about one. If I touch one life, that's why I wrote this book. Got a message this morning saying, my avowed atheist daughter picked up your book this weekend and she is interested in it. Y'all, I have seen the life change. I've seen it over and over again to this book. And I will not allow somebody's definition of what is successful in metrics affect my worth. And so what I would say to her respectfully is your loss. Your loss, you, 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 your loss, right? God has bigger and better for me. And I'm sorry that you defined me by metrics, by that particular metric. And if that's how you have to do that, here, here's the other part of it I think is really important is I was kind and respectful. And I didn't get to say that last part to her. I'm, I'm praying on whether I say it to her because I'm saying it right here on my podcast. I told you I'll get the real and the raw. But I, I, I said when I was speaking to her, joyful, thankful, I respect you, appreciate it, but I disagree respectfully, I disagree. And so here is the key, though. I don't wish her ill. I don't wish that event to not go well. I wish life change. I wish amazing things to happen on that event. I wish that it's so successful. I wish them so much joy. But I also know the, my worth. 
that is not based on metrics, and I know they will miss me. They will miss my life change. They will miss my message that God has put in my heart. They will miss it. And I'm sorry for them that they'll miss that because they judge me on a metric. And don't you let somebody judge your, now look, work, I understand that, skills, teams, pitch counts. I get all that. I get that. But I'm talking about your worst. I'm talking about your soul. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about don't you let a metric affect your soul and your worth. And don't you say, I'm not good enough because I work with young girls. I just spoke to a group called Little Women and I love them. And I, this message is for them and for everybody. Don't you dare. They're out there. There are kids out there and, and all ages that are looking at their posts going, I'm not good enough. My message is stupid. Nobody likes me. I don't get this many likes. This is dumb. This is whatever. Based on metrics. And they're letting metrics affect their soul. And so I'm here to remind you today, don't you dare let metrics affect your soul. And I'm here to say I wish this person so much <laughs> success with their event and that they're going to miss me. And that's okay to say because I love myself and I know what I bring to the table. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful for this podcast. And I'm also grateful for the opportunity, y'all, to be able to walk dance and get up today. I often tell you about perspective and the thing that keeps me really honest and and joyful most of the days is perspective, is this day will never come again. Uh, My daughters and sons will never be this age again. I'll never get this day with my husband again. I'll never get this day. I'll never be the same person that I am today. And I try to keep that spirit up. I recently posted something, I think it was in the newsletter last week, where I talked about try not to I try not to complain about a dirty kitchen because it means I have groceries and have a cook a kitchen to cook in. I thought that the other night when I was taking a bath, like a warm, clean water and clean sheets, y'all, perspective. And on the fitness end of it, something that I have been doing as of late, I asked my husband to get me a treadmill for Mother's Day and I'd walk on it and I would do the, sometimes like the hit where you run for 30 seconds really hard and then you walk and you do that eight times. I was doing that, but it wasn't like something you could do every day. And then I came across this 30 by, let's see, I got to always get this right. It's 30 by 12 by three workout on TikTok. And if you have access to a treadmill, I want you to try this at work or at your gym or at home or wherever it is, because walking is so great for you. And so you walk for 30 minutes, you put it on an incline of 12, which it's hard, by the way, sometimes you have to hold on to the sides. And then you do it at the speed of three. And I get on there and I burn a ton of calories. I know I'm doing great. It's low impact on my joints because I also do CrossFit and also dance. So I have my impact in those things, but it's great. And I've been doing it now two weeks. Excuse me, I've been doing it two weeks and I four times a week and then I do other things. But I feel great. I start my days doing it more times than not. Sometimes I'll do phone calls if somebody doesn't mind me being on a treadmill while that happens, or I listen to a podcast, or I go through emails, or I listen to an Audible. You all heard me in the uh, newsletter last week talk about the Audible app. I am that nerd now that was like doing laundry, not proud nerd, doing laundry around the house, and I'm listening to Audible, or I take a book to the game. Shout out to Cecil Hurt. Those from Alabama and Tuscaloosa will know who Cecil Hurt is, one of my mentors and friends that passed away. And by the way, Can we just say, holy moly, so great to have Eli Gold back. 
another friend of mine, an iconic voice, a mentor friend in the business, always believed in me early on in my days in Columbus, Georgia. He told my parents we were walking out of an event where I was broadcasting and we got to do an interview with him at the the country club there. And he looked at my parents when my mom was still alive and he said, she's really special and she's going to make something great of herself in this industry. And my parents were so proud. You could see them stand two feet taller, right? And and he's been a mentor and a friend ever since and literally rang the bell recently against cancer and almost lost his life and just came back to broadcasting Alabama football. If you've never heard an Alabama broadcast and never heard of Eli Gold, a double dog dare you to find him an Alabama football broadcast, turn off the TV and turn on the radio. It's amazing. It's how I learned football by listening on the radio on backroads, coming back from games and different things because you have to visualize it. You absolutely have to visualize it. I told you this podcast was going to be a lot of squirrel, a little bit of fitness, a little bit of faith, a little bit of audaciousness, disruptor, audaciously joyful, knowing your worth and knowing that you are your soul is not defined by metrics, right? Work may be, other things may be by metrics, but your soul, your worth is not defined. I told you it be a lot of different things and I'm here for it and I know you're here for it and we move fast and we squirreled this podcast. That's what we did. But I'm so grateful that you listen each week. Please subscribe and share this. The greatest thing you can do is send this to a friend. Send it to your church group. Send it to your your uh, group text to girlfriends. Try the treadmill deal and try the 30-12-3 and tell me what you think and tell me if you like it. Heck, do go on the 90-day journey of fate, fitness, and audaciousness with Heather and myself. The point is taking what I give to you in this podcast and just absorbing it and putting it it into your life. That is the point. That is why I do this every week. As a wonderful person, her name is Kim, on the that makes this podcast go, makes it beautiful. Why she does what she does. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of resources to make this thing happen. We do it for you. But we need you to take it and you do something with it. Love you guys. See you next week. Rachel Joy Barbeau here. Did you know, and I'm so excited to announce it, that I am going to be coaching again. I have coached for years and years. Years ago, I coached sportscasters 47 years. It was the joy of my life to be able to lead sportscasters on their journey. And then once I quit sportscasting, I began joy coaching helping people find what sets their soul on fire, creating movements, bringing that thing that's been in your soul into the world. And we are starting a small, a very small and intimate group coaching program, August 15th. I also have two spots available, just two, because I want to give you my all uh, for one-on-one coaching. So if you want to check it out and get all the information, We want you to head on over to rachelbarbeau.com and make sure you sign up for the email list. That makes you a VIP. You're already a VIP in my heart. It makes you a VIP and that way you will get information on the coaching program, when I'm going to be in your town, events I'm doing, how you can be a joy starter, how you can get your joy starter buttons, all the things. I love you guys and I'm so thankful for you.